Thank you for tuning in to the Once an Athlete podcast hosted by Emily Watson, Once an Athlete, Always an Athlete. Once an Athlete provides resources and relatable content for athletes that are either competing or no longer competes. This is also a resource for parents of athletes to help know how to support them. Anywhere from how to stay healthy physically and mentally to how to make a career choice, we will provide the support. Our mission is to provide resources and relatable content for athletes who compete or used to compete. Okay, so I have uh, Trevor Ackerman here. He's actually one of the first in- interviews that I've done here for Once an Athlete, um, but we decided to just redo it as a podcast. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, Trevor was a swimmer. Um, he swam really competitively all the way up until the end of his high school career. Um, and he's from Tampa, Florida, and he went to the University of Florida. And, um, what was, I don't, I don't remember what your undergrad degree was. Uh, sustainability studies. And I had a minor in history too. Nice. Okay. And, uh, so we met at, um, grad school at Oregon and, um, he got his, um, master's degree in community regional planning. Right. Yep. Which is like yeah. basically urban. Um, yeah. So, um, and, Master of Nonprofit Management and Community Regional Planning is somewhat similar. So um, we were grouped together. That and then um, another past uh, once an athlete um, athlete is Mariah. She had her MPA, Master of Public Administration. So that's how we all met. Um, so now Trevor it lives in um, the Pacific Northwest. He lives in Portland, Oregon, and he uh, he's working as an outreach coordinator at the Mount Adams Institute. Um, and fun fact, the only triathlon he's been a part of, he won because he crushed everyone in the pool. <laughs> and yep. so another triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, when did you start playing sports? Uh, I started playing I, a couple different sports when I was younger. Um, just trying to figure out which ones I liked. I played t-ball, soccer, um, and I played soccer for a while and then eventually I found swimming. I just really enjoyed being in the pool and, and I had a friend who had started swimming and got me into it and, and was naturally pretty good at it. So stuck with swimming for a while. So I was about probably when I started sports, like four or five. And then really I started swimming when I was about six or seven. Um, so when did you stop swimming and why? Uh, I stopped swimming after high school. My uh, states was high school states was my last swim meet and um i stopped practicing and competitively swimming right after that swim meet um i was super burned out uh i did not enjoy the sport anymore and it just felt like very much like a chore and there were some really great aspects of it but definitely was just very tired and did not see myself swimming in college or continuing at that level um it just took way too much time and too much energy away which is too bad for you to experience that at such a young age. And you, you said you've almost quit in the seventh grade because it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah. I was on a team that uh, swam uh, with year round swimming and it just was way too competitive. Um, The parents took it too seriously. The kids took it too seriously. It just, it was not a fun sport anymore. It was like, a business and it just was insane. It was not fun. And it, it just made me really burned out and wanted 
need, I really wanted to quit. Uh, and then I, I talked to another swim coach at another team and, and she really didn't want me to quit. She wanted me to give it one more chance. And um, that's the team I ended up swimming with until I uh, stopped swimming in high school. Um, and she was my high school coach as well. Okay. And did you compete in any other um, sports other than swimming? Uh, I did. I played, continued to play soccer for a while and did both um, since they had different seasons. Um, but then eventually once I started swimming around, uh, I, I chose between soccer and swimming and I was just naturally a bit better at swimming. Uh, so I stuck with swimming instead and I stopped soccer uh, around in middle school. So talking about the swimming year round thing, talk about your your schedule with that and practices and and like the lifestyle, you know, being a kid with that kind of routine to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, that's part of the reason why I really stopped enjoying the sport. Um, to swim year round, yeah, swimming year round and to be a competitive swimmer, um, you have to practice all the time. Uh, we there was a saying in swimming that every day you take off is puts you two days behind where you were. So say you took one day off, you are now a day behind where you were because you took that day off. Um, so it, it, it taking off any amount of time is is not great if you're trying to be really good so that meant we would have practice monday through saturday um uh during as i got older and even over the summer it was twice a day we'd have morning and afternoon practice and when i was swimming competitively over the summer you would only get one either morning or afternoon practice off so that meant you were swimming twice a day monday for example monday tuesday wednesday thursday you would twice a day and then you'd have one practice friday one practice saturday or you'd have a swim meet on the weekends and that meant you were at a pool potentially all day on Saturday and Sunday. So then ultimately you didn't have any days off at all. So while kids over the summer were, you know, taking vacations and going out and, you know, doing fun stuff, I was swimming every single day. Um, and as I got older, it didn't change. Uh, in fact, during high school, you would have 530 practices um, three times a week and then go to school and then have practice after school for about two and a half hours. And um, just the time commitment was very demanding. Um, and it, it just, yeah, that's what really made me not like it at the end was the time commitment. Yeah. And it, it like, not only was the time commitment, but like you had teammates who um, weren't the, the greatest, right? Like the drama yeah, along with it. Yeah. As in most sports, there's always in teams, there's always drama. Um, I did come up, I did, uh, meet some pretty terrible people time and um and and that acted terribly and yeah it made me not enjoy the sport it just painted people in a horrible light and showed people's true colors and it was a shame that sometimes kids would act more mature than adults um and it's and parents can also that's also a lot of reasons i know that people quit as well is that stress from their parents and the expectation to succeed and be super successful is puts way too much pressure on kids when especially nowadays there's already way too much to worry about besides doing super well in a sport yeah and if you're not like practicing twice a day is one thing but if you're not enjoying it that's that it becomes really hard on you so yeah um, yeah how did how did growing up in florida affect your sport uh, Florida is in, in, in many aspects, a big sports state all around. I mean, not necessarily for like winter sports, but most summer sports, football, swimming, soccer, there's a lot of, it's a very big in a lot of those sports. Um, and swimming especially made it, it's one of the most competitive states swimming wise. Um, and 
uh, that made it really challenging because you to be good, you had to be really good. Um, and sometimes it was pretty disheartening when you would put in all these hours and 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 not necessarily rank as high or place as high because you're in a state that's super competitive versus if you lived somewhere kind of out in the Midwest or out north other places where swimming isn't as prominent you could have done a lot better but you know florida's just highly highly competitive which made it really fun um in a lot of ways but also made it much more challenging and and the pressure around it became much larger um just because of how competitive it is but then you also said um that like to make it to state they changed the way that you make it to state so if you have a region that you know, most of the people in that region aren't very good. It doesn't matter. The top people in that region will make it. And then the top people in the good regions will make it. And like, you can have a better, um, better time than other swimmers in another region, but not make it to state. Yeah. They, there was some, the way it was set up was weird. Um, where, uh, yeah, you could qualify in your region during high school. Um, and I was unfortunately in one of the fastest regions, just where I grew up, um, where there were times where you would, <clears throat> they only accepted certain people. So you had to finish first one through eight at your select, like your specific region. And even if your time was faster, say you placed ninth and your time was faster than somebody else in another region, uh, they got to go to state and you did not because you didn't qualify in the top eight within your own region. Uh, and one year, the my last year, my senior year, it happened to multiple people where there were times in other regions that were faster than people that qualified for state, which is frustrating because you have a faster time than them, but because of a circumstance of where you live, you weren't able to qualify, um, which definitely made it frustrating as well. And they actually changed the rule the next year of how they selected people. Of course they did. Yeah. Do you feel like you would have done a different degree or career path if you, um, if you were a college student athlete? Uh, potentially. Um, I think there's a lot of positives of being a college athlete. You have a lot of, you have a built-in community, you have built-in resources, you have mentors and people older than you who have done college to connect with. Um, and, and so possibly, um, I probably would have been more organized with where I was going and the experiences that I had. Um, but also I just could not foresee myself swimming in college at all. So it's definitely a tricky question. I think, again, I think I'd be more organized about it, but, um, there, I think that community is a, is a big draw. Um, I just, again, I was just so burned out. I couldn't even imagine that. Right. Um, but, uh, are you glad that you had like the time to do the career path that you, like you could choose any with since you weren't a student athlete or, um, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, definitely the hardest part about transitioning out of it for me was just the structure, the lack of structure. Um, I had to build that structure versus swimming. It's another, or sports in general, your practice kind of molds your day in a way and if you have practices at certain time you fit your schedule around those times um and then that became trickier when you weren't swimming because you then had all this time especially with swimming um just so much extra time and how do you fill that and that's and it, that's it can be challenging especially in college when you're you know going to college and you're young and there's parties and you know it, that that part definitely was trickier um and and being in a sport would give you so much more structure um and um but i was able to fill it with other ways i was able to work and and do bartending 
interested in and um, some other cool things that I may have not been able to do. But then, yeah, there's probably a lot of opportunities that I may have missed. Again, just having a built-in community right when you get into school and all the resources that people have. And you never know if meeting someone of the same major as you that can help you out. And, you know, even those lifelong connections afterwards that you make on a team, like those are people you can tap into a long time from now and they might have resources down the road that could help you that I might not have access to because I didn't, I wasn't on that team in college. Um, so I can definitely see there's a lot of benefits of playing in, in college for sure. So was that kind of part of your decision of not, not uh, swimming in college maybe to like get the degree that you wanted to from the university of Florida rather than like finding another school and choosing a different degree and, and maybe swimming could that have possibly been, a factor um maybe i also looking back had absolutely no idea what i was doing at that age like major wise like you know i thought i wanted to be a veterinarian and and that changed pretty quickly and and so maybe um but also again i just there was i was so unhappy like mentally not okay from that sport and yeah, that's okay um, so need to take a step away yeah that was unfortunately yeah there just was i don't think there was ever it was ever in my cards to play in, in in college but there were definitely different opportunities like i could have gone to potentially a better school or a private school or or gone out of state too which would have been a really awesome experience um so yeah it wasn't so much like the opportunities it was the physical sport itself i had to step away yeah. from yeah, and that's understandable. And you got into your nonprofit and environmental focused career by like doing the, all those things with your free time. Like you never let yourself just be bored. And whenever you were done with your sport, you you did all the all your things that you wa always wanted to do. Yep. Yeah, it definitely gave me extra time to explore passions and figure out like all right what what do i enjoy doing and where where's my mission in life and not that i have that all figured out but you know it gave me time to start thinking about that and exploring different things and trying different experiences and yeah it definitely took me a lot longer to build a community but i was able to do it um through those experiences of kind of stepping out and trying new stuff and volunteering and um yeah i definitely am, I almost immediately got a job after i stopped uh, swimming just so I could fill time and have a little bit more structure. Right. And you were also volunteering such as like at the, at your local aquarium and, um, going outdoors a lot. Yeah, I did that. Yep. Yep. Did that with school and then continued volunteering and, 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 and my undergrad, which I, again, I just was swimming. It takes up so much time. I can't imagine that there was, as, I would have not had as much time to explore those different things if I had swim in college. Right. Um, so how did swimming competitively shape who you are today then? Uh, it gave me a lot of time management skills, uh, a lot of determination and, and, you know, powering like mental strength. Um, cause your mind, it just teaches you that your mind is so powerful, um, that you really can push through a lot of things. Um, and also I made as much as I met some terrible people. I also met lifelong friends in that sport. And that's actually what saved what I, why I didn't quit in the end was I made some really awesome friends at the new team I was on. And, and that's ultimately why I stayed was I was able found some really awesome friends that I keep in touch with till still today. And I met them in middle school. Um, and so I'm super grateful for that. And, and I think that's a really awesome part of sports is the community and the friendships that you build. Yeah. And, 
um, from the, your last interview, I have also a note that like you also learned some hard life lessons. Um, but it was, you know, at a young age, it's sometimes it's good to learn those life lessons. Yep. A lot about failure, a lot about, you know, not necessarily getting what you want or being the best or, you know, you put in the same one else and, and they have, there's different results and, um, yeah, some relationship stuff. And you're, I mean, you're on a team with a bunch of people and, um, you're teenagers and there's always, yeah, life, life lessons and, and things to learn from sports, which is also a reason why people should do them. Yeah. Um, and also you, you, you do swim a little bit now and, um, I love that you say that you've reclaimed the, the pool. So even though you decided to be done competing, competing before college, did you struggle with ending the sport? Um, no, I had, I had known for a very long time that I was going to stop after high school. I just wanted to see, see the high school season through. Um, but yeah, I knew for a long time that I was going to quit. Um, and I, I unfortunately stopped enjoying swimming in general. Um, and then took some time away and slowly got back into it on my own time and started using it as exercise and, and yeah, kind of like reclaim the sport for my own and for my own exercise. And, and I was able to take all of the lessons that I learned and the, that, I mean, I still have the muscle memory and, and I know how to make a practice and kind of have a general idea of how to do things. Um, I'm super grateful for that because swimming is an excellent exercise that you can do forever. Um, and, and so now as an adult, I have definitely got back into the pool and, and really enjoy working out, um, by swimming, um, which is something I'm really grateful for. And, and maybe wouldn't have thought that as an expectation when I was younger, honestly, I, don't, I didn't think I was ever going to get back into the pool, but it was nice to do it on my own time and my own accord and my own practice. And, and I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. It's different when it's not so competitive anymore. And you don't have to, you're not being almost forced to be there, which not that I ever was, but sometimes I was like, I was not, I was dragged out of bed to get to practice in the morning sometimes. Um, and that was also a, a good, great lesson too, of just commitment. Yeah. And it's great that you found the love for the sport again and you, now you have control over it. Yep. Yep. I still hear my coach's voice in my head though, when I'm swimming and it brings back some weird memories, but it's, I'd love to swim and it's a great way to clear your mind and, um, great for your body too. Awesome. Have you ever considered being a coach? I've thought about it. Um, I don't know to what capacity, actually one of my first volunteering experiences was, was coaching younger kids in swimming and I, I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know. Like I it's definitely not, in the near future, but possibly sometime in my life for sure. I definitely consider it. Yeah. Um, so what advice would you give to someone who's recently done playing a sport? Uh, definitely take time to explore things that you enjoy or aren't sure that you enjoy doing. Um, you know, try to find new hobbies and different things to replace that. Cause I think again, what I, like I said, the structure is something that's super valuable with sports and it can be easy to lose that structure, um, and fall into some not great habits. Um, so like that time management is a great habit to try and keep up. So try and find hobbies or jobs or, or projects or volunteering or, you know, do you like travel, like fig take some time to figure out what you enjoy doing, um, and, and explore that um because that's the only way you're going to be able to fill your time especially with, with sports that are super demanding which obviously not all of them are the same 
like time commitment, but a lot of them, especially at a college level are, um, a, a job essentially. Um, so taking the time to, you know, figure, you know, and take some time for yourself, um, and learn, learn about yourself. Yeah. Um, there's a lot more time on your hands than you realize whenever you're done with sport. And then it's, it's important to fill that time with things to do. Yeah. Uh, and then productive things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what advice would you give to someone who is currently playing a sport, currently playing the sport? Uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, if you're enjoying it, that's awesome and continue with it and, and see where it takes you. Um, if you're not enjoying it, you know, um, just try and set small goals for yourself and maybe set a, a date of, you know, I knew for a long time I, I didn't want to swim in college and, you know, I still explored options and, and talked it through and thought about it, but I, I knew I was, I was done with swimming for a long time, but I wanted to see out the commitment and, um, get through high school and, and know that I, you know, swam all the way through high school. I was a captain. I, I, you know, made the mo most of it. Um, there were obviously days where I hated it, but, um, just giving yourself again, small goals and, and maybe even an end date in your mind of like, Hey, you know, this is, it's not forever. Eventually you'll end the sport and you'll move on and you'll, you know, it takes some time, but you'll, you'll learn to appreciate the time that you spent in the sport and, um, just know that it's, it's okay that it's hard and it's okay to, you know, not enjoy the sport that you're doing. Um, I think a lot of people go through that and it's just not really talked about, like, it's okay to not love it every single day. Um, and just know that, you know, it's not forever and it's just try to make the most of it and enjoy it and figure out the parts of it that you really like um, and really embrace those. I love it. So what was one of your favorite moments from playing your sport? Uh, something that I and one reason why I loved high school swimming and my high school specifically uh, put a lot of focus on like school spirit Um and we had a swim meet in our county every year called the spirit meet. And um, it was a dip. It was different than like normal competition where all the events were relays, which traditionally there's only three relays in high school swimming. Um, and so they did all sorts of ones, like ones you wouldn't even see in like professional competition or anywhere. It just was like a fun swim meet. And there was the swim meet aspect of it. And then there was a spirit award where they would give out like for the team, like the, all the coaches would vote for the team that had the most spirit. Um, and our school, when I was at the school, uh, both of our girls and boys, some teams were like really good, like basically won all the time. Um, and so with the spirit aspect of it, they would oftentimes really, they wouldn't want to give it to us because that means we would win everything of the whole meet. Um, and so we had to work like extra hard, like we had to be really obnoxious, um, to to win and we didn't win every year but my senior year when i was captain we did win um and that meet was just so much fun we would uh all do like a sleepover the night before we would spend all night like making signs and decorating stuff and we also would do where um we wouldn't sleep uh so i we i would be up at practice at 5 30 on friday and then we would, I would go to school go to practice again stay up all night, drive to a swim meet in the morning on Saturday, compete in the swim meet, and then go home. So I'd be up for like 36 hours. Um, but it was so much fun. Every year the meet was super fun. And it just, that was always a highlight of, of swimming of just, it just was a fun 
time. And I mean, it helps that we won every year, but um, it was still really fun. And especially my senior year winning when we were captain, when I was captain, it was pretty cool. Um, Cause again, they really did not want to give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And with that spirit, I know the answer to this question, but do you have anything else to add? Of course. Go Gators. <laughs> well, thank you for being on this podcast and um, we'll, talk soon sounds great thank you for having me yeah thank you thank you for listening to this podcast if you enjoyed listening please be sure to follow us on instagram tiktok and spotify at once an athlete facebook at once an athlete crew and find our channel on youtube which is linked on the header of our website www.onceanathlete.com